0: What's up, everyone? This is Ray Baglio, and you're listening to Digitally Matters, a podcast for anything digital that really matters to you and your business. Let's start the show. My special guest for today's episode is the Head of Marketing and Business Development at Eaton Square. Eaton Square is a cross-border mergers and acquisitions and capital service provider. I believe they're based in Australia. She's also a marketing strategist, a brand builder. She's got over 17 years' experience in building brands under her belt. She's also the founder of Freelancing Philippines. This is actually how I first heard about her and I connected with her ever since. But we, um, funny thing is, I haven't really talked to her um, until now. Joining me in this episode is Ms. Catherine Kiambao.
1: Hi, Ray. Hi, everyone. Thanks for inviting me and in for that very nice introduction. Hey. I'm hey, glad Kath. to be here.
0: Thanks, Kath. So, am, am I correct? Eaton Square is based in Australia?
1: It is. We do have offices across the globe, but oh. our headquarters is in Australia.
0: I see. But you're not based in Australia, right? Who are you? Oh,
1: nope. I'm based in Manila.
0: Okay. Cool. Cool. Aside from working for Eaton Square, do you also do some services or offer your services to other brands outside the company?
1: Well, right now I'm working for Eaton Square full time. Okay. I do have some side projects here and there. Like I like to do some experiments on LinkedIn for my own account and mm-hmm. then try to learn from it and then implement whatever I can and whatever I see that's working in our in, in my current work. And like you mentioned, there's also freelancing Philippines. I have long stopped, um, being involved there maybe for about three years, Mm -hmm. but recently, um, in light of the pandemic, I'm really wanting to, to help in my small creative way by, by teaching some sharing my digital marketing know-how. And you know, sharing creating small videos for those who are wanting to learn more about marketing. So that's kind of my what i what makes me busy nowadays.
0: I see. It's a good thing you mentioned about experiments, experimenting, and you mentioned it's on. You're doing this on LinkedIn, right? Can you share to us or to me something about it? What What you found out?
1: Yeah. So I really am. Some, I'm someone who wants to continue learning.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I've taken up courses in the past. But when I started getting more active on LinkedIn, I realized that it's a great learning platform more than a networking or a hiring or um, a posting platform. It, for me, I use it for learning. Okay. Um, I get a chance to connect with uh, in- influencers Leaders in marketing, and I learn from just reading their posts and engaging with their audience. Mm-hmm. And that's where I get um, ideas for my own experiments. So I started posting um, my own thoughts on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. following and copying, you know, things that I learned, and just checking the kind of engagement and reach that a certain post can get. So that's what i'm trying to do at this point and for linkedin it's really just you putting yourself out there it's a very open and welcoming um, environment and i think that helps you know um learn from it, it's it makes it very easy to connect and engage with um all the marketers out there no matter where they are in the world
0: well it's interesting that you mentioned that it's um it's easy to to, you know, put yourself out there on LinkedIn. Not really easy, but um, you said something about um, just put yourself out there on LinkedIn. Uh, based on my experience, based on the people um, I talk to or, or talk to about LinkedIn, because I really love the platform as well. I've, I've been getting a lot of clients or inquiries or uh, connections through LinkedIn as well for, for many years. So I really love being engage and being active on the platform. But there are others who are really scared or really hesitant to be active on LinkedIn because for the fact that, uh, first, they don't know how. And second, they feel like they'll be either they'll be just copying what they what others are doing or they feel like they're not really that um, an authority to be saying stuff or sharing no. insights yeah what what do you think about this what's what's your um idea about this
1: well those are normal mm. i had the same feelings before i started being active on linkedin and like hesitating i had this my i want to share you a little bit of backstory so mm-hmm. i i have a to do on my notebook to engage with at least three posts Mm-hmm. Um, at least three times a week. So that was my initial plan because I was still hesitant and scared to post an actual, my, my full actual post. So that's where I started. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started engaging and I enjoyed talking to other marketers, even through the comments. And then I noticed I started growing my following and then I said, I think I want to really do it and um, share some, some thoughts that I had. So I, I'm not a fantastic and natural writer. So I really spent time creating that very first post. And I remember, I I remember wanting to post that on a Friday and then I hesitated,
2: Mm
1: -hmm. um, and then waited for maybe over the weekend and then posted it again. And for some strange, I don't know, beginner's luck, that post really did well.
2: Okay. It,
1: I think got 11,000 organic views nice. and I think that's a good one for
2: my nice, nice. first
1: post. And like what my friend says, it's a learning experience not to hesitate in the future, and, but it's not going to be, um, that kind of engagement all the time
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I learned to be okay with it, like I don't any really post and, you know, and expecting great engagement or great reach for that post, it's really more of me making the habit of putting myself out there and trying to contribute what I learned or what I experience, or probably ask a question and then just engage with the people on the network. So that's um, how I started and I would suggest for people who are trying to hesitate or who are still hesitating to start small, start with commenting on posts. And then when you're more confident, you know, try to draft some short posts or reshare other people's posts and you'll get the habit and you'll get more comfortable and you'll, you'll you you won't even notice and you're already constantly posting on LinkedIn.
0: That's nice. Actually, I've, I've been looking at your or seeing your post and I really like how you um, create your content, not just your original content, but how you share other people's content and share your insights about it. Either you agree or uh, have uh, cont- contrasting um, um, views about it. It's actually how you should be, from what I feel, that's how you should be engaging on LinkedIn. You don't just copy or agree. Um, all the time about what others are are saying even if they're the authority and it's also interesting to i was actually about to ask you as a follow-up question um in Mm -hmm. terms of your measurement or how do you how would you consider uh, your engagement or your success um your content to be successful would it would it matter if you don't get any likes or any views or but you already answered it so It doesn't really matter to you not much uh, that um, a lot -hmm. of people are are liking it but it's more of a learning process to you and sharing what you've learned to people out there who would want it right
1: exactly and just to backtrack a bit Mm -hmm. um, the thing that you mentioned earlier I I don't see myself an expert in any way I I would call myself probably an experimenter and I think that's where that helps me be more com- comfortable in writing it's not really assuming that i am um a, an expert or a subject matter expert in one field but for me just voicing out the questions in my head what i feel about it and on linkedin from what i noticed from other people's posts it's really having a stand having something to say and having um of course that that's something has to be of value and mm-hmm. can't be just gibberish. but yeah so that's how i see it um and whatever you know the the results are i'm i'm really okay with it it's how it's my way of like i said experimenting and learning from from that experience
0: wow that's actually a good advice that i that we can share, or people should also understand, or or take away from this conversation. If they fear, or they have, you know, they they're, they're hesitating when it comes to sharing or being active on LinkedIn because they're not an authority. They should yeah. change their mentality instead of considering themselves as the authority uh, right away. Think of it as like um, it's okay to experiment and play around with what how the the platform would. Uh, work for you, right? And see what works, exactly. and then do that more, do that often. Okay. Um, you mentioned a while ago about you listing down on your notebook what the to dos. So you're still using a yeah. notebook instead of of the apps out there, the to do apps. Yeah,
1: I'm an old school kind of person.
2: Oh. Okay. <laughs> I still
1: okay. have my colored pens and colored pens. Okay. I have um to do lists for my work and um journals for personal
0: i see i see but do you have apps that you use do you have for
1: some project management i use red boost uh, for my work and for delegating tasks oh, okay. uh, from the team and for um, freelancers I, I work with mm-hmm. um but other than that i that's that's the most frequent app that that i use on a daily basis
0: I see. Now, I want to go into a certain topic, Kath. I know you're okay. you're familiar with this topic. And you've been building brands for or helping brands build their brand, right? So, let's talk mm-hmm. about branding or brand. Is there a difference between brand and branding?
1: Yes. And most people confuse the two. Okay. And I guess it's easy to confuse because of, of the name. Mm-hmm. But yes, brand is who you are as a business so that is for for instance if we're talking about the person uh, let's talk about ray so ray is the brand and your suit or the clothes that you're wearing that's your branding so i think that's a good analogy to start with
0: ah okay the whole idea the the idea that i have between brand and branding is your brand is determined by the people or market you serve, so you have little control of in this in this aspect. While branding in and I think is about the messages, the materials, and and uh, initiatives that you do for your business. So something you have full control of is that also does that also work?
1: Yeah, somewhat. Somewhat. You, you kind of get got the branding part. The branding so part. Okay. branding, yeah. So branding is what you do. communicate who you are so think about brand as your company or your dna it's the story of about it's what your company stands for it's what your customers remember about you Uh and it's not something that changes a lot so that's that's the difference of brand branding on the other hand is your process of telling your brand story it's how you wanna um be seen out there, it's usually the more visible and the more tangible things that your consumers can experience or can see. So it it usually can be seen in your logos, your websites, Mm -hmm. your online efforts, your other marketing communications. So it helps tell your story as a brand.
0: Thank you, Kat. Um, okay, when we talk about brand or branding, well, when I look at LinkedIn or, or browse the, the news feeds or even look for content, most of the time I get analogies or examples when it comes to branding, how, how people, how companies are doing um, branding and, and establishing their brand. We always get the examples of Nike, um, Coke, or Red Bull, right? but Mm -hmm. how about local businesses not to say small but local businesses especially these days how important is building a brand for local businesses these days
1: okay so we are in very different times Mm -hmm. so if you asked me last year I would have answered differently but during these times it it's I feel like we're all in survival mode and that includes Businesses as well,
2: mm-hmm.
1: so I'm seeing businesses that are starting up by as simple as um, posting on their social media pages or their Viber pages, and you know they they actually start their business from there, and that's okay. Yeah, okay. But eventually, you you'd want to grow and be bigger, and that's the time where you have to think about your brand. So when you think about that, you'll the question you need to ask is, how can you stand apart or stand uh, out from your competitors? What makes mm. you different? What makes you unique? And that's where your brand comes in. So I would say, um, during these times, it's really about your business surviving and continue sustaining the operations. We've seen a lot of companies pivot. Um, for instance, the restaurants, which are mostly closed for the last couple of months, are now selling Mm -hmm. their um, uncooked, their frozen meals. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a great way to sustain your, your, your business. It might not be something that is originally aligned with how your brand is, Mm -hmm. but it's something that you have to do period. So I think during this time, I'd say. Brand can probably take a, a step back or a back seat,
2: okay. but
1: again, it's something that you cannot remove from your list of things that to do. You always need to make sure that what, to, to think about what can be your unique selling proposition and what can be, what story do you have to tell that would make people stick to your brand? So not just order from you one time, but why would they want to continue to be your customer?
0: That's actually a good advice. So is it safe to say although brand or establishing a brand um can take a back the back seat uh for now, but they should mm-hmm. still be doing some some branding for, for the business, right?
1: Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So um your communication should still be aligned with who you are okay. as a company. So okay. You cannot of course do things that are unethical or you know for quick quick wins that are that might hurt mm-hmm. your brand in the long run so you still need to think about that so i guess the the first the the first advice that i gave is more for people who are starting their business right now during this times mm-hmm. but for established brands i think that while you should think about how to pivot your operations and you know, continue selling or continue operating during these times, you always have to make sure that whatever it is that you're doing, all the communications, all the messaging is still aligned with your brand.
0: I see. Well, I'm I'm really learning a lot from from your insights here. Just it's just a few minutes talking to you and I'm really learning. I can just imagine. What an R would be talking to you about brand and branding, um, what learning um experience can I can I have, you know, um, I'm I'm curious though. You've had seventeen years doing or helping businesses with establishing their own brands or helping yep. them out. How did you, aside from lear- aside from LinkedIn, which you just discovered recently, right? Um, I mean experimenting on recently when it comes to learning. Where did you learn mm-hmm. these things? How did you how did you get to to amass or, or gather this this knowledge? Who are your influences? Where do you who do you learn from?
1: Sure. So well I after graduating from college, my mm-hmm. work really is in brand marketing. So oh. I think that's where I established this passion for advocating brand. I see. Um, and I've worked with the large manufacturing, the consumer companies here in the Philippines. And Mm -hmm. I, when I shifted to freelancing and discovered digital marketing and worked with smaller businesses, I kind of brought that experience with me. And it helped a lot, um, especially in supporting small businesses, because like I said, you cannot forever forget your brand, Mm -hmm. um, regardless of the kind of industry that you're in, if you're big or small, you always have to make that a central part of your strategy. Now to talk about my influencers. So I have a lot, but the top three I can think of right now is, um, Dave Gerhardt. So he is,
2: mm, okay.
1: um, the CMO of Privy, a, a Shopify app. Oh. He's really out there, sharing lots of his experience. He has a patreon group where i'm i'm part of and, and learning a lot from his copywriting skills his style as a marketer mm-hmm. and i kind of follow some of his his um teachings and try to to test it out with the work that i have and also for my my personal experiments and personal branding um uh, tests on linkedin so apart from dave There's also Chris Walker that I also found on LinkedIn and he's great in terms of performance marketing, in terms of demand generation, and he's also into um, organic um, initiatives and building your brand through organic means. So Mm -hmm. that's Chris Walker. And then the third one is Noah Kagan. He is more fun. He's also a marketer, but he's also big into entrepreneurship Mm -hmm. and I've been following him for a while now and yeah, so this this three people I, I try to make sure that I listen to their podcasts, I watch their videos. Because really in marketing you you can't stop learning. It evolves so quickly, especially during this uncertain times. And you have to be agile. You have to keep yourself abreast of what's happening, of what's working and what's not. True. And I, I really enjoy learning every day. So that's Something that I guess is intrinsic in me, um, and apart from those three, I also learn a lot from other people that I engage with. I, I learn a lot from my colleagues, from reading, and also uh, uh, a book. I, I read a lot of books, so yeah. So I guess it's really always be learning,
0: always be learning. Yeah, that's true. And I follow those people as well. The three one, uh, the the three people that you mentioned and one note uh, one thing I can say about these people though or or to mention Noah Kagan I follow and I watch his videos as well one thing I like Mm -hmm. about him is he presents learning in a not so boring or serious way he actually adds fun into it and he's not he's okay with um, making a fool of himself I'm not saying he's a fool or something but you know yeah. being being fun with it and and uh, and making fun funny faces or something um, I, I like how it, how he presents his content uh, whether it be video or or text um, I love learning from from him as well and the challenges that she that he posts uh, for for yeah. the audience yeah I believe you also followed one of his challenges um, I did, recently
1: yeah. he, he is he has a, a great personality I guess and mm-hmm. sometimes you know some people think he's arrogant but really he's just being himself and maybe some people can't take that but to me he's someone who is actively sharing his experience out there and I think that's why he has a strong following mm-hmm. and like you said he he makes it fun he makes it he's a no-nonsense very practical guy and yeah that's what i love about him
0: okay one last thing before i let you go Kath. i i had a lot i have a lot of takeaways uh, personally and i can do these things uh, moving forward after this um, um talk now but i want to hear it from you if there's an advice or a tip uh, that you can share with those who are listening to this episode those who would want to establish their brand or or help their business what can you what can you give us
1: Hmm. i guess you the the thing that i can think of just to make my advice timely is Mm -hmm. that not to lose hope during this this pandemic and start being creative i know it's a lot of businesses, a lot of people, a lot of freelancers are suffering, or struggling during these times, and I feel for them. And I guess my only advice is don't give up, just keep trying, keep trying different things, different ideas, um, things which, you know, did not work last year might actually work this year. Just be, keep an open mind and use your creative, uh, juices um to try and see and experiment, you know, what can work for you or maybe you have a skill there that um you haven't tapped on tapped yet and I think this is a good time to really learn more mm-hmm. and upscale more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess uh, to talk to to end this, I, I just want to say that wh- whatever your, Your specialization is if you're a marketer or not a marketer, it's always good to keep on learning and you can learn many things that are free online. You can learn from your peers. You can learn from people like I've mentioned Mm -hmm. who are, you know, who who are making their content accessible online. So those two, be creative um, and keep on learning.
0: True. And to those who would want to follow you or get in touch with you, where can they find you?
1: Um, they can find me on LinkedIn just by searching my name, Catherine Kim and I'm also on Twitter. Um, my handle is marketing cat. Plus I, you can also join freelance in Philippines if you're uh, an aspiring freelancer or you just want to connect with other freelancers. There's a lot of job postings out there and we also try to share some skills training video where your people can learn.
0: So that wraps up our show. That's it for now, and thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you'll join me again next time here on Digitally Matters. This has been Ray Baggio, and until next time, ciao!